Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome to Girl Water Your Wrath. Today, we are diving in the ability to shift. You know, there's always, mm-hmm. it's it's all the time. Change. The, the only thing that's ever present is that change will always be, right? <laughs> always. The only thing that's certain is, is that everything is uncertain, right? All those exactly. things. Exactly. Oh my so gosh. We were just talking about this over the past, you know, a few days and just really talking about, because so many times I think we dread change and we resist it and we resist when we need to shift. And it actually... Yeah. It's always happening. So we're always resisting ourselves, right? <laughs> Shifting is, is, it's so interesting because we have been having this conversation quite a bit over the last several days because the ability to shift is, is really a skill. It's, it's something that honestly, to live a peaceful life, you've got to learn. <laughs> yeah. Realistically, otherwise you will be stressed all the time. And so learning to and, of- and a little bit of stress is good, right? Yeah, like absolutely. a healthy stress, because if you're yes. never stressed, you're never going to be motivated yes. to be bored. Yes. So absolutely. that is part of life, is, but it's not, it's not allowing yourself to get to this place where you're just debilitated or where yeah. you're just constantly right. not at peace. Right. So yeah. we're not saying you should never have stress, but totally. that's, that's going to be a part of life. But, but the recognition of like learning to kind of go with the flow at certain points and to shift, say, Hey, okay, we were going this direction. And now we've realized because of these circumstances or this situation, we're actually going to need to shift. We're going to need to turn and go the other way. We're going to need to look at another option. And that's something that it can be in so many different directions. We've seen that a lot with work. Yeah, we really have. And, and it's all good. And just realizing that every time something changes or that's shifts, you don't have to lose your inner peace. You don't have to yes. lose your shazazzle, as I say, like, okay, this can be yeah. frustrating for a minute, but then wow, let's, let's get out of that frustration and disappointment and say, yeah, this is because this is how it's supposed to be. Or, yeah. you know, we're, we need to course correct, or we need yeah. to just completely change directions altogether. Yeah. And, um, you know, life is about living and learning and then yeah. taking that and applying it and, yeah. and moving in a different direction. Yeah. And I think some of the things to, to, that's important to remember is that when you are, sometimes we're in this mode of, this is where I'm going. And we just keep running at a, at a brick wall, right. And nothing's changing. And we keep running, keep, and we just keep getting bouncing back and bouncing back. And there's a time your head hurts so much. (laughs) Exactly. There's a time and a place then to take a step back and then reassess and say, okay, what do we need to shift here? This is not working. So what do we need to change? Is it my mindset? 
Is it the way working on the emotions of the way I feel about something based off of your thoughts? Is it just a total change of direction? Say, Hey, okay, we need to come up with a new plan. Is it that you need another resource? Is it that, you know, there's something out there that there's something very powerful about taking a step back and just looking at the situation sometimes from a little bit of a distance. Cause at times if it's too close, right in front of your face, you are going to miss something. Yeah. It's like when you have that friend who's in this bad relationship and they just keep mm-hmm. going back and they keep going mm-hmm. back. And from the outside looking in, it's so obvious to you that it's never going to work out because they're just, they're just not good together. Yes. But so sometimes it's easier to see things from the outside in than from the inside out. We know that as parents with our children, right? And so it's that ability. And we are all about going full force ahead and, you know, creating the life you want and living life by design and all that, but we don't have it all figured out and you learn along the way. And so just having that ability to shift is a life skill that is going to serve you well. And you need to be able to run into walls and figure out, is this a wall that I need to power through and keep going? Or is it a time where I need to take a step back? And sometimes you have to say, do I need to course correct? Do I need to shift? Like you said, the mindset and the emotional, Mm -hmm. or do I need to completely abandon ship and go elsewhere? And that's where discernment comes in, right? Time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. it, It kind of reminds me of that idea that sometimes you need to actually slow down in order to go fast, there can be a temptation to go basically like balls to the walls. Who cares? Let's just go. And, mm-hmm. and, and then you end up, you know, there's a saying that we hear a lot of fail forward fast, but the, the, but we disagree with that. that we do. The problem with that is that if you haven't taken time to assess first to kind of figure out where am I going, what's the plan and put a plan in place. And it doesn't mean that Everything's going to go according to it because we know that it's not. We know that there are going to be curveballs thrown. No, things are going to go off, off kilter and off track, but then start moving. Right. And you'll learn along the way and then shift. But it's, 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 you're not going mindlessly. You're not just like crazy. I'm just, you know, failing forward as fast as, as quickly as I can, because sometimes you can say like, we don't just throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. And I think sometimes with the fail forward fast, you can get into that mentality of like, we're just going to throw it and see what sticks. And that's actually, you can hurt a lot of people, including yourself along the way when it's not necessary. So we do believe in going full force ahead, but it goes back to that whole um, ideal that we live by that life is really about balance, right? So you do need to go full force ahead, but in proper order of having done your research of having done your proper testing, your proper discernment, um, you know, and so it's, it's back to balance, right? It is always that integration and think about your idea forever, but you also can't just throw everything you can. Yeah. Um, there, there's a balance in that. And like, you know, before you incorporate as a company, you need to have your legal stuff in order. You need to have your bank accounts in order. Like you don't just figure things out afterwards. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think the temptation is when you do have, you know, when you are working on an idea, the temptation, I think the reason that a whole mantra of fail forward for us has come about was because sometimes people would get an idea, but they wouldn't act on it. They wouldn't do anything. And so Mm -hmm. finally people were like, Hey, just move, just do something. And there's power in that there is. And, and we're huge advocates of 100% take action. Absolutely. Get your idea. What we are saying is that, you know, get your, get your plan in place, do your research, 
and then take action, right? It's Not that you just, and. it's a both and it really is. And, and then give yourself permission to shift in the process because you are going to learn along the way. And we know as entrepreneurs that, you know, and, and I think this one we, is probably very relevant for, for entrepreneurs, but it's, it's also for any part in life, right? You're always going to need to be able to have that skill of, okay, this isn't working, whether it's in parenting or whether it's in relation to okay. say in parenting, I was going to say, yes, I'm sure that's all the time with kids is that yeah. everything is a stage. You're like, oh, they're just not sleeping through the night. Well, this is stage. And then, oh, they're teething. Oh, they're like, like my baby right now is about to kill himself. He climbs on everything, jumps off everything. You know, he's two and he, boys definitely think before they definitely act they before, act they, before think. they think. <laughs> right. And it's like, oh my goodness. But you just realize everything is a stage. And that kind of is a, it's a bigger reflection on that's our life. Like everything's yeah. a stage. We might be in this hard season at work or this yeah. hard season, in our marriage or this hard season in a friendship. Yes. And it's like, doing, we can do hard things. And I think our culture has really created a soft culture of, we don't do hard things and we want life to be easy. And we remove every speed bump in the road. And I see it's been so detrimental for our culture to, we've become soft. We've, we have weak people now Yeah, and it's not good for us, right? Like we can do hard things, but it's that ability to know that life is a stage and it's a process and the ability to move. I don't know if you've read the book. Who moves my cheese? Yes. My book's got burned up in a fire. It's funny. Oh. I let a friend borrow that book. And Did you? Her, oh. Yes. Her apartment caught on fire. Oh, no. It's, oh, God bless her. Love her to pieces. Hey, Haley, if you're listening. And the first thing she said, I had some of your stuff and it burned up. I'm like, oh, babe, I'm not worried about that. That is the least <laughs> of the worries. Yeah, but who moved my cheese? It's a great book. And it's just, it's a very like it's very simple. And it just yeah. talks about like the mouse is always looking for the cheese and the cheese is always moving. And you have to be, a. it's a great book. It's a, it's a business yeah. book. It's very easy to read, but you have to be willing to move with the cheese and yeah. to shift as your life shifts. Yeah. And that is parenting. That is business. That is marriage. Like what the one thing that's yeah. never the same is life is always changing. It's right. Awesome. And mm-hmm. your ability to shift and, and, course correct and realize, discern what is right and what's wrong. Where should I step forward? Where should I step back? What is too much? And mm-hmm. what's too little, mm-hmm. yeah, what's too little. And just having a conversation this morning with our dear friend, Bridget over a bloom, we'll have to have her back. Yes. Soon. She's so good. You know, of like, gosh, sports with kids are like this now. Like they, mm-hmm. your yeah. kid plays a sport and that coach expects you to revolve your entire life around their sport. So one kid might have practice from you know, like yesterday, my kids had tennis from nine to noon and today it's, and then they'll, they want to, okay. When they're playing soccer, it's like morning practice from eight to nine 30 and then afternoon practice from four to five 30. And okay. We have five other kids and a job. Yeah. Unless you have one kid that your life revolves around, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. And so it's like recognizing the ability to shift and say, Hey coach, we'll get this in but this isn't working for our family and we can get in our, um, I don't need to drive them 20 minutes across town for them to go run two miles with the team. And and I understand the value of teamwork, but we're so extreme and not balanced in our culture that I have to be willing to say, we need to shift some things here at our home because this is not in balance. Yes. Which goes back to our triangle that we always talk about. If you are not in order with that triangle and you'll hear us go back to this over and over, it's God your marriage, your family, you know, and the other stuff falls underneath there. But if you get that, that triangle out of order, 
it becomes utter chaos. And we see that in the culture right now. We see, you yeah, know, like soccer around. cannot supersede yeah. those three things. No, people run around with their chicken, like chickens with their heads cut off, you know, and it's not, it's not, number one, it's not sustainable, but also it creates just major chaos. And, and it's not healthy for your, I mean, I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have some haters here, but I don't think it's healthy for your children yeah. to see that my, everyone's life revolves around me and my schedule. That's not totally. the real world. No. When you show up to work and say, Hey, I had, you know, I didn't want to come in at nine today. Cause I had something going on. Like, no, that's not the real world. And we see a lot of young people having a lot of trouble and it's not their fault. It's because I'm mm-hmm. not formed them correctly. Yeah. And being people of, the, of your word, you know, which kind of ties into that also is that, you know, are you someone who are you a person of your word? When you say you're going to be somewhere, are you there? You know, when you, and, and if you can't, then again, like not over committing, you know, not do, where it's like, okay, yes, yes, yes. If you're being such a yes person and instead you're not following through, take a step back. What are you actually able to do? It's just that, that ability to shift and that ability to um, just have that awareness of the importance of the integration that we always talk about here, that balance is so important. Or are you over committing and under delivering, right? That's what I always say, over committed and under delivering. Yeah. But, but additionally, are you over committed and running around like a chicken with your head cut off and for your family and to get back to living out of the triangle, you need yeah. to shift. You yes, hundred percent. And get, right? getting those priorities straight, which I think goes back to that is, is knowing what are your priorities? You know, what are your priorities in your marriage? What are your priorities in your family? What are your priorities you know, obviously always with God, with like, what are the priorities? And then if those are not in alignment, alignment with what you feel like you're being called to as a family, then they're shifting that needs to be taken. You know, there's some shifting that needs to happen. And then having the courage to do that. Sometimes that means having hard conversations with people. Sometimes that means disappointing people. Sometimes that means, you know, going a different route and getting criticism from people because they don't like what you're saying, doing, disagreeing and, and being okay with, you know, okay, what is the mission that God has entrusted to me? What are the things that got are most important in my life based off of what is, is my call in life and, mm-hmm. and orchestrating, arranging your life around that call. Yeah. And, you know, I think, um, gosh, I thought we were going to talk about business today, but it's I know really, we're into like back to family life, but you yeah. know, it's, it's being able to say like, I think we say a lot of times I've heard this over and over from clients, from friends of like, well, we just, you know, I haven't been able to go on a date with my husband for four months because we just have so many sports. There's something every night or, you know, the kids this, well, that is taking back agency of your own life and not allowing the world. Cause if you allow the world to run your life, it will, yeah, but they it, will. <laughs> it is. And that is where you need to have the shift and you need to take ownership of your own life because you're responsible for you and your life. And yes. I have a friend who they, they never miss date night every Wednesday night. They go on date night. And they have several kids and if they have a sport, they have to get to on a Wednesday night, they have to figure out how to get there. And, you know, I used to be like, wow, what, you know, I don't know about that. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, they are awesome. They are heroes because we believe the greatest gift you can give your children is a beautiful marriage and nothing The kids activities are not more important than that. You know, what's so funny is so Matt and I, and I've done this for years and he started doing this also is, is I've always asked couples who've been married for a really long time. I always ask them, you know, what are your three like best pieces of advice for just a good, beautiful, happy, holy marriage. And 
one of the ones that has come up over and over again. And Matt just had, he had several people that told him this recently too, is have a regular date night that no matter what, come hell or high water, this is your date night. It's regular, it's steady, it's every week. You know, it's it's religiously every single week you are committed to that no matter what. And that has come up so many times. And it's amazing how you can look at it and say, oh, well, that's something so little. Is it that big of a deal? Is it does it matter? But it it does. Those little things are what make or break marriages. Those little things are what make or break families. Those little things are what make or break our relationship with the Lord. It's those little things that make or break, you know, stuff with work. It's it's how you do anything is how you do everything. The little things matter. They do. The and you know, and I will say, like Will and I have not been faithful to having a weekly date night our entire marriage. We're coming up on 17 or 17 years. So awesome. Yeah. Um but I will say we are faithful to spending time together. So it may, that might look like going on a jog or a run. Yeah. It might look that. like um, just sitting on the back deck and having a cup of coffee and catching yeah. up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so it, it looks different at different seasons of your life. Totally. And it's just putting forth and, and for sure, I have people that have done this better than, than we have. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being able to shift and say, you know, I'm, I think travel sports have been not good for our culture. I think yeah. it's all too much and it makes us be out of balance. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's a time and a place for things. And if that's your thing and you love it and do it as a family rock on, but you know, as a family with six kids and with we both work and you know, all that, like just having that ability to shift and say, you know, I have a lot of respect for Anthony Davis's parents. Don't know if y'all know Anthony Davis. He's one of the best players in the NBA in eighth mm-hmm. grade. He was unbelievable, obviously, And his dad told him, you're not playing on the travel sports team because it's too much for our family. Mm -hmm. And if you're good enough, then you'll make the team. And he's now one of the best players. And I'm like, what a life lesson to teach him. And and he seems to be, of course, you know, a humble, kind person that is not this prima donna that thinks everyone should worship him. Mm. So which is hard, hard to find in this world of, you know, uh, superstars, it's, it just becomes disordered. So, you know, just knowing like, and and we're experiencing that in, in our business world of like, we're shifting things because, Mm -hmm. and, and it's okay. We've had some things that have worked brilliantly and then some things that haven't worked and we just want to be able to serve people well and where, where it hasn't gone as well as we would like, how can we serve them in a good way now? Um, and the lessons we're learning, you know, there's, cause there's, the whole process of life, life is really, we're always learning. We're always growing. There's always something new to be seen and to be taken from it. And, um, you know, I think it's so important that no matter where or what, you know, loving on the people along the way and recognizing just the gift that, um, you know, that, and the other thing too, and, you know, I've talked about this is that sometimes when you are, especially in the working field, okay, if something's not totally going how you would like it to, or how it was expected to go to still find how can we still serve this person? How can we still love on them? How can we still, because we, you will always hear us talk about people before things, people People matter. matter. It's so important. People first always. And so, you know, knowing, okay, let's shift. What, What does that need to look like? How can we serve them in this capacity then? How does this, maybe this wasn't, you know, we thought this plan was going to work and for whatever reason, there's some things that need to change. So how can we still serve? 
how can we still love? And and there's always a reason for everything. And just because some plan has worked for Mm -hmm. everyone else she worked with and and it hasn't worked in another situation. Like I believe that we we never meet anyone by happenstance that everyone in our life for a reason, hundred percent, really leaning in and allowing the Holy spirit to take over and say, how, how do you want this relationship? Where do you want this to go? How do you want this to be offered? So, you know, just knowing everything's happens for a reason and being able to pivot and shift. Yeah. We have a what father of details, you know, it goes back to that. God's dreams of us are so much bigger than our own. And I think honestly, to me, that is the crux of shifting is the recognition that in life, things are not going to always go as you plan. And there's going to be a lot of mishaps along the way. There's going to be things that are going to go up and down and around. But in that shifting, you're trusting that God's dreams over you are bigger than your own. And we have seen that 100% be the case that we have a father of details who, you know, every person you meet, that is, that is intentional. There's something behind that. The Lord wants to bring out that some good he's going to bring and do, and you may see it on the front end. You may see it on the back end, but we have a father who's working in every part of our life, you know, and it, and it's good. And his dreams over us are bigger than our own. And when you shift keep that in mind that the father's in the shifting. Yeah. And keep in mind too, that that's why we shift because yeah. when we have control. We're not allowing him to act in our life. Right. So mm-hmm. it's that like holding on, but not so tight that you don't have open hands, yes. like hold on for open hands, <laughs> be able to shift because that's where he does his best work. Right. Oh my gosh. Totally. I love, so, I, I love how you know, the father loves to surprise us. And I always pray for like good surprises in my life. And I think that's always been the funnest thing is to see those moments where you're like, wow, Lord, I did not see that coming. didn't look how I thought it was going to look, but this is so much better. And so keeping those, I love how you brought up the open hands because that posture is, I think the most important thing is it's, it's really giving the Lord permission and space. Cause he's such a gentleman, you know, like yeah. it's giving free him will. Permission. Yeah, free will. totally. So it's giving him permission to, to really, act in all aspects of our lives. And it brings out a lot of joy and a lot of good things. It really does. So keep those open hands and let us know how you're shifting in your life, whether yeah. you're in a stage that's difficult or a, a stage that's great, enjoy it, embrace it, learn how to grow. Mm-hmm. What do you have to learn in this season? And we will see you next week on Girl Water Your Grass.